The Dallas Stars are back in action tonight. They start their four-game road trip north of the border in Toronto for a date with the Maple Leafs. On today's episode, we'll catch up with everything that has gone on with the Maple Leafs through the early stages of the season, talk about the biggest storylines for the Stars going into this game, lots of homecomings for several players on this Stars roster, and then to close out the show, I'll give you my final overall thoughts and predictions for tonight's matchup. All of this and more coming up on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media, coming to you on this Thursday, October 20th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping by and for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Help us reach 1,000 subscribers by the end of 2022. You can also find and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform. Remember that we are free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. And lastly, you can follow us on social media at LockedOnStars on both Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. But without any further hesitation, let's jump into today's preview for tonight's matchup between the Dallas Stars and the Toronto Maple Leafs, the first of two meetings between these teams. And we're seeing the Stars play the Leafs much earlier this season than we did the previous season. Both meetings between these two squads took place after the All-Star game last season, but now they find themselves matching up in the second week of action. And we're going to start off by talking about this Maple Leafs team, a team that has gotten off to a weird start. It's not a horrendous start by any means, but it also is not really the start to the season that many people, including myself, thought they would have. They start things off by losing their first game of the season to their rivals in the same province of Ontario. They lose in Montreal to the Canadians by a score of 4-3, to three, a very entertaining back-and-forth affair that ultimately the Habs find themselves victorious in, defeating the road team Maple Leafs. But then the Leafs bounce back and get two consecutive wins on home ice, both of them 3-2 to two wins against the Washington Capitals and the Ottawa Senators respectfully and then their most recent outing uh, maybe the most intriguing game of the season by far for this Maple Leaf squad a 4-2 to two home loss to the Arizona Coyotes a Arizona Coyotes team that many expect to be near the bottom of the league standings when it's all said and done this season a team that is expecting to be in the conversation to have a top three pick in this year's NHL draft, if not the number one overall pick to pursue Connor Bedard in this year's uh, stacked, loaded 2023 draft class, which we'll talk about later on in the season uh, and a lot after the season between the end of whenever the Stars playoff run ends and the draft. But I digress. A, a very ugly loss to a team that on 
all areas of the ice. The Maple Leafs are better than they have the better roster than the Coyotes. But the Coyotes historically have given the Leafs trouble in their own building. But even if you go past that game, you look at the two wins, the two wins for the Maple Leafs, while it's important to get wins at home against, you know, a conference opponent in Ottawa and another potential playoff contender in the East in the Capitals. Both those wins were not necessarily, you know, statement wins or outstanding wins. Both of them, the the Maple Leafs found themselves trailing at one point in the game. And so both of them were come from behind wins. They were also very close. Both of them, like I said, ending with a three to two final score. And this just has not looked like the Leafs team that we thought that we would see in the early stages of this season, returning a very similar roster as last season as far as skating personnel. Uh, The personnel in net looks a little bit different, which we'll talk about in just a second. And this Leafs offense, I mean, they're generating shots. They're just not necessarily scoring in bunches. Uh, This is a team that lit the league on fire last season. They, of course, had Austin Matthews, who was the best goal scorer in the league last season. And you can make an argue is prepared to be that again this season and probably will be that or be in that conversation uh, for the next, I would say, maybe eight to 10 seasons, just how good he's been. Uh, But I think really maybe not the main issue, but one of the issues has been some shaky goaltending. There's been some good performances, but there's also been some lows and, uh, you know, they've had to dip into the AHL for some goalie assistance. Matt Murray was a guy that they acquired from the Senators this offseason, a guy who has historically been injury prone, and this is no different this time around. Matt Murray gets injured. Uh, and is put on LTIR after the first game of the season against Montreal with an adductor injury after starting uh, in that opening game against the Canadians. And so the Maple Leafs have to dip into the AHL, the Toronto Marlies, their AHL affiliate, and they have to call up Eric Schalgren. And you might be thinking, Schalgren sounds familiar. I've heard that name before, or I, I know I've heard of this player before. And if you remember last season when the Stars traveled to Toronto, you'll remember that Shalgren was the goalie that shut out this Dallas Stars team in his first NHL start. He saved 35 of 35 shots uh, and was absolutely insane in what was eventually a Toronto Maple Leafs win. One of the worst games that we saw from the Stars in the back half of the season. Could not get anything going offensively, and Eric Shalgren was certainly a big reason for that. Shalgren did get the start on Monday against the Arizona Coyotes, where he surrendered three goals. He saved 15 of 18 shots in the loss to the Coyotes. And their starter as of right now is Ilya Samsonov, a former Washington Capitol who is 2-0 to start the season with a 9-2-6 save percentage and a two goals against average. So I imagine that we will see Samsonov in net for the Maple Leafs Uh, In tonight's matchup, I know that Shalgren had the really good game against the Stars last season, so maybe the coach, as you would think, maybe consider uh, going back in his direction to give him the start, but this is a very different Stars team, much more lethal Stars team offensively, so I think that you go with uh, the experience and the guy who was brought in to potentially be the number one goalie for this Leafs club in Samsonov, who's off to a 2-0 start and doing pretty well, all things considered, through the early stages of the season. And really, you know, the goaltending part of the issue, Samsonov still kind of finding his footing, although he has helped lead the Leafs to two wins, still looking to prove himself as a capable starter night in and night out, while also trying to take as much of the load off as he can for a guy like Shalgren, who is 
good and in moments, but still also looking to develop and find his game as well. But the scoring for this Leafs team is is really an intriguing aspect of how they've performed this season. At the top of their points list, you'll see a lot of the names you would expect to see. John Tavares, one goal, four assists so far this season. William Nylander leads the team in goals with three. He also has an assist. Mitch Marner has four points through the early stages of the season. But Austin Matthews, you have to scroll a little ways on the NHL's website to find Matthews on the score sheet for this Maple Leafs team. He only has one goal so far and only one assist. His one goal comes against that home against the Washington Capitals in the Maple Leafs home opener. It was the game-winning goal, really nice tip-in off of a Giordano shot from the point. But Matthews, uh, if you look last season, also got off to a slow start, didn't score his first goal or even get his first point until their fourth game of the season. And then we all know how that story ends. He goes on to have one of the most prolific uh, seasons in, in recent NHL history and the best goal scoring season in Maple Leafs history. Uh, and so I imagine that at any moment, Austin Matthews is going to flip a switch and start lighting the league on fire and hitting the back of the net pretty much every single night it'll, it'll feel like. And so I think there's a chance that maybe we see him perform really well tonight if last season is any indication, but maybe it also could take him a little bit more time to get things rolling this year. So on paper, that this is you know a good Leafs team a Leafs team that I think is still due for a playoff appearance this season, probably due for a top three spot in the Atlantic division. But this seems like a really good time to have the Maple Leafs on your schedule as the home team. I think if there was ever a time to be optimistic going into Toronto to play the Leafs, it's right now just with the weird spot that they're in. Uh, and if last season, I don't think that was the case. I think both games last season were a bad time to play the Leafs. That was the Leafs in March and April when they were at their absolute best. Austin Matthews was on fire. Many will remember he's, you know, set the new all-time single goals and a season record for the Maple Leafs against the Dallas Stars. Had a fantastic game in the American Airlines Center. So I think this is a much better time of year to have the Maple Leafs on the schedule in Toronto. The question is, can the Stars take advantage of this situation? We'll talk a little bit more about the Stars and the biggest storylines for them coming into this game. But first, we're going to take a quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. The MLB postseason is in full swing. We have NLCS action and ALCS action. Dodgers and Phillies, Yankees versus the Astros. If you want to bet on that, you can do so at betonline.net. You can go to their website right now or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action happening around the sports world. Betonline.net is where the game starts. All right, we are moving on on this Thursday episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Uh, be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Help us reach 1,000 subs by the end of the year. Now let's shift our attention from the Maple Leafs to 
the Dallas Stars, the road team in this matchup. And I think the biggest storyline uh, coming into this game is, of course, or it's really more of a question, can the Stars keep the momentum going? And I think that there certainly is reason to believe that they can do so, especially against this Leafs team. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But something I want to talk about right now uh, is something that gets brought up, I imagine, quite a few times every season, or at least whenever the Stars go to Toronto to play the Leafs. And, and I think it's even more so a factor this season just with some of the newer additions to the roster. But that is the fact that this is a pretty decent-sized homecoming game for several different players on the roster, one of those being one of the newest members of the team, Mason Marchman. He was born about 40 miles northeast of Toronto. He actually made his NHL debut with the Leafs in February 2020. He was an undrafted player who kind of got his NHL career started with the Maple Leafs. He spent some decent time at the AHL level with the Marlies and was actually a pretty good player from them from 2017 until he was called up in 2020. He had 69 points for the Marlies in that stretch. Really nice output from him. And despite being a Florida Panther the past two seasons, he's only actually played against the Leafs three times. Uh, you'll remember the condensed and weird schedule in that 2021 season where all the Canadian teams were basically in a division and only played themselves. So he does not match up against the Leafs that season. And then last year, uh, he plays three games against the Leafs where he racks up two assists. So he doesn't have a ton of of experience against this Leafs team despite being in their division last season. He did play against them several times, but really only has about a season's worth of experience against them, but also did spend a brief moment of his career with this Leafs team. So you have to imagine that there will be some emotions uh, with Mason Marchment coming back to not only the place where he's really from, the place he was born, but the place where his NHL career began. And you imagine that he's going to play hard and, and look to play well uh, in this sort of homecoming game for him. And I don't really think that it has to do with the fact that he's playing in the place that he's from, that he's going to play hard. I think he's played incredibly well. He's played very hard through the first three games of the season, but I think there's going to be a little extra incentive internally for him tonight playing in a place that probably means quite a bit to him in terms of where he began his life as a human being and also kind of where his life and career began as an NHL hockey player. So tons of excitement for Mason Marchment. He's going to be looking to keep his point streak alive uh, through the early stages of this season. And of course, Tyler Sagan, also coming home, he was born close to Toronto as well, uh, and he'll be looking to add to his four points that he's acquired early this season, uh, three assists in that first game against the Nashville Predators, and then he got his first goal of the season on Monday evening against the Winnipeg Jets, and Tyler Sagan has done pretty well, all things considered, whenever the Stars go to Toronto Uh Tyler Sagan in 16 games against the Maple Leafs in their building has eight goals, seven assists, and 15 points in total. So we'll be looking to see if Marchment and Tyler Sagan can continue the trend of their hot start to the year. Uh, the Stars in general having a great start to the season, but both those guys have played very well also. And then you look at two other newcomers to the roster. I know one of these guys has technically been on the team before. But one of them is still only a couple games into his career. Ty Delandria and Wyatt Johnston were both born in Toronto proper. 
Uh, both these guys are still somewhat looking to prove themselves with the Stars and in the NHL in general. We've seen Delandria make some good plays. He connects with Tyler Sagan the other night for Sagan's first goal of the season. And White Johnston scored his first NHL goal in his debut in Nashville last week. And you have to imagine uh, that both these guys, similar to Mason Marchment, will be playing with a little bit more emotion playing, I imagine, in front of family and friends, looking to make a really good impression, uh, and also just playing in one of the better stages in the NHL, uh, one of the best crowds, one of the best atmospheres in the National Hockey League in Toronto, especially. Uh, I imagine this Leafs fan, is, Leafs fan base is going to be uh, restless on Thursday night, uh, looking for a big Leafs win after a pretty disappointing loss to an inferior opponent, but I expect guys like Johnston and Delandria to rise to the occasion and play with a little bit more motion, play maybe with a little bit more passion, and hopefully make an impression for this team. Uh, Johnston on the bottom six, but Delandria appears on that second line with Mason Marchman and Tyler Sagan. I think we can expect big things for them, especially Johnston. I think it'd be so cool if he comes into his hometown and scores his second, at least his second NHL goal of his career. It's still kind of hard for me to think at this point what the Stars' plan is. I do think that Johnson is going to get all nine games of this kind of trial period, but then it's a matter of will the Stars look to hold on to him for the remainder of the season, or will he go back to play with the Windsor Spitfires for the rest of the season? I think that this game could be a big factor in that. If he has a really nice game, I think that incentivizes the Stars to hold on to him for the entirety of the 22-23 campaign. Uh, but we're just going to have to see what happens. This is a big game for all of these players, and I imagine all four of them are excited to be playing so close to home in front of family and friends, and of course, looking to help the Stars maintain their momentum through the fourth game of the season. All right, let's close out today's episode by finalizing our thoughts on this matchup. And I said earlier that I think this is a great time to have the Maple Leafs as you know, the home team on your schedule right now, if you are the Dallas Stars, it seems like an opportunistic time to be playing this Leafs team. And in theory, on paper, this is very true, given that they maybe uh, are a little vulnerable, having just lost to an inferior opponent. They haven't really gotten off to a good start to their season by their standards. They have won some games against some pretty good teams. I don't know if Ottawa is quite a playoff team yet. I know they looked kind of good against the Boston Bruins on Tuesday night. They give up quite a few goals, but they outscore the Bruins in a shootout in what was a very entertaining game early on this week. But, you know, they beat the Capitals, which I think the Capitals are going to be good this season, but only winning by one in your own building on opening night against a team that I think you're a little bit better than. I mean, this just is not the ideal start for the Maple Leafs. Will we see the tough sledding continue for this Maple Leaf squad, or will they finally turn a new leaf? Uh, you see what I did there? No pun intended, uh, or absolutely pun intended right there. I, it, it's just a tough question. I mean, you have to think at some point this, this Leafs team is going to hit a wall if the, sled, if the tough sledding continues, if they continue to not play to their standard, uh, and things might change, whether that's you know shaking up the lineup, uh, shaking up the roster a little bit. And maybe the Arizona loss is maybe a small turning point for them this season. And I imagine that they're going to come out pissed off and angry and looking to attack this Stars team. But the Stars also coming in feeling pretty good about themselves. I imagine their heads are all held very high. They have had some time to rest and kind of regroup after Monday night's win against the Jets. 
Of course, you have to factor in travel to Toronto, but I don't think that will affect them too much. Traveling at this point is a part of the game, and I think the Stars will be excited to play in the aforementioned exciting and intense environment that is playing in Toronto uh, in front of a Maple Leafs fan base that is going to be expecting big things from their team. And I think the Stars... Like, like I said earlier, this is a different Stars team than last season. I feel much more confident in this team offensively. Obviously, they're not going to go on a tear every single night and score four or five goals, but I do think that the opportunity for that is there night in and night out. And I think Ilya Samsonov has been good. I think that he has done you know, what's been expected of him in the early stages of the season. But I think he's maybe the worst goalie that the Stars have faced up to this point. That is assuming he's starting. I'm recording this on... Wednesday morning around 11 a.m. Central Time, so I haven't seen who's starting in net, but that's just my assumption that he's going to be starting for this Leafs team, just given that he's been their best option so far in net, and Shalgren did not necessarily look good against the Coyotes, so I expect Samsonov to be there, but even if he does start, I think that he's worse than Saros and Hellebuck, and the Stars gave both of those guys, uh, you know, Vesna caliber goalies, a run for their money, so I would expect the Stars to put a ton of pressure on Samsonov, uh, and I think that that could put them in a really good position to win this game. The Leafs have a negative one goal differential. They've scored 11 goals and given up 12, where the Stars have the best goal differential in the National Hockey League, 13 goals for and only three goals against. Of course, we can't expect that to hold all season. I think the Stars can still find ways to score efficiently, but the big question this game is how can they contain this Leafs attack? How can they contain this Leafs offense? I mean, we've talked about how the Leafs are getting plenty of shots on goal. They're getting plenty of these high-danger scoring chances. They just haven't always been able to execute on those. Can the Stars minimize those opportunities, and can they do their part to help keep the puck out of the back of their own net? They need to be disciplined as far as penalties because this is a Maple Leafs team that has a very good power play unit and they can really open the game up if they get way too many looks on the man advantage. And so this game will be a big one for the Dallas Stars to see if they can keep their momentum rolling. And it's also going to set the tone for this road trip. This may be the best team that they play on this road trip and it's very important that they come out and play well. Of course, you want to see them get the win, but even if you lose this game, you want it to be close, you want it to be hard fought so you have some confidence going into the next game in Montreal, which even if Montreal is an inferior team on paper, that's also going to be another tough environment with a loud fan base and some really young players like Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki uh, looking to establish themselves as some of the best in the National Hockey League. So I expect this game to be entertaining, expect the Leafs to come out on fire and ready to go, but also expect the Stars to come out strong and confident and ready to play against a great team in front of a great fan base. And of course, if there is a loss, there's no need to overreact. It's going to happen at some point that the Stars are going to lose a game. I know that there's maybe even been some overreactions with the great start to the season with all of these wins for the Stars, which the wins have been great. And I think there is reason to be optimistic about what this season could hold for this Dallas team. But we also need to keep our expectations in check. So if everything doesn't go perfect tonight, it's okay. It's one game out of the season, but I still expect to see a competitive matchup that the Stars very much can win, and I'm going to go ahead and predict that they win this game. I predict a score maybe 3-2, to 3-1, to one, somewhere in that range that feels about right for this matchup, and I think that Mason Marchment gets the scoring started for the Stars, gets the first goal in this game. 
But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we'll be reacting to and breaking down this game in its entirety. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Help us reach 1,000 subscribers by the end of 2022. You can also find and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform, whether that be Odyssey, Spotify, Apple, you name it. We are free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. And lastly, you can find and follow us on social media at LockedOnStars on Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in today. Enjoy the game tonight, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs>